What's up, people? This is You're Not Listening, the podcast where we teach you how to actively listen to music one song at a time. I'm Sean O'Loughlin, and today is a pretty long episode, so I'm not going to bore you too much in the beginning here. But I do want to remind everyone that right now we're running a contest for a swag pack of YNL gear. It includes a t-shirt, a coffee mug, and a whole bunch of stickers. So make sure you check out our social media for ways to enter that contest. And one of the ways that you can enter and get something free anyway is by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen, and take a screenshot of that and send it to us via our social media pages or our email address, which will all be in the show notes and make sure you also send us your mailing address because if you do leave us a review we want to send you a sticker to show how much we appreciate that so make sure you do that tell your friends spread the word win some stuff love it all right let's get into it today's songs are pretty different my dad chose thank you for letting me be myself by sly and the family stone which i know he's been waiting to do since the very beginning so he was really excited to to get into this one and believe it or not i actually went with achy breaky heart by billy ray cyrus Yeah. So remember, if you think that you're not really into funk and you don't think you'll like Sly and the Family Stone, or you think that Achy Breaky Heart is just way too cheesy for you and you're too embarrassed to play it, then you're not listening. So clean out your ears and listen up. Let's do this. Get on the floor! So I wanted to think of a good joke for this episode too, but I couldn't come up with my own. But I I have... There's another podcast I listen to called Graveyard Tales, okay. and they always start off with funny jokes and a really funny one that I thought that's that, that I, I like to whip out at work sometimes. You, you, you obviously think it's funny because you're laughing at it already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the guy said, uh, I've, been, I've been dabbling a little bit in stocks, investing in stocks. And he said, you know, just starting off with the basics, you know, like chicken and vegetable, and I hope one day <laughs> to be a, a bullionaire. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it's really bad. Where do these come from? It's really bad. I didn't know that you were a dad joke guy. Is that happening? All of a sudden you have kids now, you become dad jokes? Because I don't well, think, did I, did I do that to you all the, the time? The second Harper was born, Sam was like, oh man, I'm really tired. And I was like, hi, tired. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it, just, it, it just happens. You turned into Phil from Modern Family, you know? So. You know what? Phil is a great dad. <laughs> he is. If I, if I end up being like him when I'm older, I'll be okay with it. Oh, better him than me. So <laughs> some cross, some me. cross between Phil Dunphy and Chevy Chase in vacation. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just saw a post today that yeah, you know, if somebody doesn't reference Christmas Vacation over the next couple three weeks, you know, like fifteen times, they're not a true friend or something like that. So <laughs> get ready because all that stuff's coming. Yeah. That day is an RV. Yeah, that's so. the goal. Yeah, just to be okay. some cross between those two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I've I've damaged you. I apologize. Yeah. So, um, since I got since I went so deep with my episode, my song last week, I'm gonna do kind of the opposite this week. I don't have a ton to say about my song, but it's a lot of fun, and okay. I, I think it's a little unexpected. <laughs> and uh, I I'm still in therapy from that one. From last I don't week, know. So, it's so sad. <laughs> I, I I don't know if I have a ton to say about mine, but I think people are are going to laugh when they hear it, but then realize that it's actually a pretty, pretty cool song. And I had some it, cultural, uh, it was a fairly big deal culturally at the time. So is in it, certain ways. It's got to be Jamarakoy or something like that. But is it as deep? I mean, you've been doing like Sound of Silence and Pink and like, like you're just Mr. Emotional over here. Oh, you no. just kind of okay. get, get excited. Good. All right. But we'll, we'll, well, but we'll do yours first because we did my songs first okay. the last two episodes. So. I am um, crazy excited about this one because on the surface, this song looks like just a kind of good dance song, but it's so, so, so much more and people miss it all the time, I think. And 
It's a song that I've been playing in my car, probably on my 8-track. I think I still have the 8-track here since I was in high school. And like cranking it, driving to Hampton Beach. On and uh, and some you know some of my high school buddies stuff like will know like okay yeah that's the song Jim always play kind of thing so, so you lived in the North Shore I did and you lived. went to Hampton Beach yeah why does that not yeah. seem right well where where I grew up in Methuen Hampton Beach was about forty minutes away usually you know because we all had fast cars back then I would usually make it in twenty kind of thing and you know it was Hampton but mostly we went to Salisbury Hampton right that's Beach where I would think you'd be, would be yeah. gone. To Salisbury. Yeah, if, if you grew up in uh, in the Merrimack Valley, you made it if you have a place in uh, in Salisbury Beach and stuff. And Salisbury at that time had um, had all the amusements too. They had roller coasters. Right, they had a legitimate boardwalk. And, yeah, yeah, it was really fun that way. And they have two of the greatest things ever created in, in, in man's life, uh, <laughs> these two different types of beach pizzas. I was going to say, you're going to say pizza, aren't you? <laughs> which is, is the only thing they go there for now. I mean, there's, there's a good concert hall now in the Blue Ocean stuff, but uh, you go there for either Tripoli or Christie's, and there are fights that have happened over, like, which one is which on, you know, which ones you like. Uh, <laughs> and I will not divulge which one I like yet because I don't want anybody to get mad at me. But, yeah, beach pizza and and, uh, and the, the music and the and the uh, the rides, we went down to Salisbury. You know, and then once in a while to Hampton because that's where some of the big concerts were. But, right. Yep, back in the day. All right. So this this is a song. So I'm going to do, um, and I, I've been mentioning, and I think since the first episode that you've you've asked me to do on this kind of stuff, Sly and the Family Stone, and it's thank you for letting me be myself. And mm-hmm. if you ever, mm-hmm. yeah, right, um, and, be and, myself, and, right, and it's one of those that everybody knows it. You know, I think Rolling Stone had it was you know it was incorporated into one of the top 500 songs of all time, and it was like one of the top 10 or top 20 songs in 1970. I mean, it, like it's a song everybody knows, and a lot of people have done. Although I don't and, know if people know that they know it till they hear it. Right, right. Like if you just say the title, they might be like, "What's that?" Well, and if you read the title, if you start just with the title, right in itself, it's like it's not thank you, T-H-A-N-K-Y-O-U. You know, it's all written, you know, kind of different ways and stuff. So, even just looking at the title, it's like, what is it? Oh, I know that song. But you don't know it because of the song and maybe so much the music, but you know it because of the bass riff. Larry Graham, who uh, who invented this slap bass, this like plucking bass. On the, I mean, that's this is where it just kicks in. So, so, so much, you know, and it's funk, which means everything's on the one. Everything is, you know, is, is just right into it. It's the music. It's a dance song. But if you listen to the words, the, like the first two verses, the first two and a half verses, you don't even understand what he's saying. And all of a sudden, it's like, okay, that was a clear couple lines. And then it's the second part of it is just killer. And that's what we're going to talk about after you listen to it. So, right. so you got you to gotta listen for a couple things. There's a cool lick about three quarters of the way through the song that goes, and you're going to know what I wait, mean wait, when you hear it. Wait, one more time? I'm out. Like a little it's guitar like fill? It. Yes, it is. A little fill. And then there's also a um, a great, oh yeah. <laughs> Get that? And it's just like, so it's one of those things that it may be like, what the heck are you talk about, Jim? That's stupid. But it's one of those that when you hear the song and when you're singing it in your car in, with the A-track and it's cranked up, you sing those parts too. You sing, <laughs> and you sing, oh yeah. Because you have to. You have to. And you'll know what I mean after you listen to it. It's so cool. And then I'll, I'll go back. I have some other things I want to kind of, kind of grab about and stuff. But it's uh, it's one of my favorite songs, probably of all time. So you know, Sly and the Family Stone, Michael Jackson's uh, Jackson Five, you know, Archie Bellandrells. That's all my my beginnings of my music and my love of funk and dance stuff back in the day. Well, let's do it. So go to the podcast uh, playlist, the official "You're Not Listening" podcast playlist on Spotify, or find it on YouTube. Or- Yep. If you don't have Spotify, which uh, mom has informed me, I don't have Spotify. I don't know how to listen to these songs. You know, just go to YouTube and, and search for it. That way you can hear it there as well. 
Any, yep. Anywhere that you can find music. That can find your music. You yep. should be able to find Amazon. most of these songs. Amazon yep. Music. If you yep. have Alexa, say, hey, Alexa, play Thank You for Let Me Be Myself. And hopefully mm-hmm. soon we'll be able to say, hey, Alexa, play the You Are Not Listening podcast, and she should be able to find it. We'll see. There you go. There you go. Oh, <laughs> Alexa heard me. Alexa, oh. stop. <laughs> Upstairs, Alexa, I, turn on. No, we brought it down here in the playroom oh. so the girls can listen to music while okay. they're playing down here. I forgot we brought it down here. <laughs> uh, I hope Alexa didn't just wake up your kids. No, she's down here. She's playing okay. down here. All, All right. right. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Go ahead, give it a listen, and come back, and we'll talk about it. That's a long fade out. It is, yeah. I, I've been picking some long songs lately. I apologize. You haven't. There's, I mean, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. Nothing. No. Oh, if it's a good song, it's a good song. Um, it just ha- so happens the ones that you've been picking have been long. It's all right because mine, yeah. is, mine is short. <laughs> okay. Not as short as uh, Martian Hop, though. So. That's what I'm doing today. I'm doing Martian Hop. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> greatest song ever. Greatest song ever. It was right, between so, that and Werewolves on Wheels. Right. <laughs> Uh, okay, throwback to Halloween here. So, again, the, the slap bass is unbelievable. It's Larry Graham. And the cool thing about that is that Larry Graham, who invented that whole, it's kind of like um, the opening riffs or the, or the classic riffs in My Girl from The Temptations. You know, everybody knows. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, right. Dun, dun. It's just, it's a classic thing and, and by the bass player. So, Larry Graham was really connected with Prince. And he did a lot of things with with uh, Prince in later years. And there's actually a really co- cool YouTube video of him playing at BB King's this song at BB King's in New York City. And Prince comes on the club, and it in the club, not and like BB King's come- birthday or anything. People might no, no, not know B. B. there's B. B. a club King's, in New York. No, BB King's club in uh, in Times Square in New York City, which is actually a very cool. It's just like little divey place, but there's some really cool stuff that always goes on there. It's always top musicians. So Prince comes on in this killer white suit, and he's just jamming like crazy, and they're playing funk together and stuff. And then at the end, they just kind of like fade off and put down the instruments and walk off in the coolest two guys in the world, and and just kind of like fades himself as they walk off stage. Like it was unbelievable. And Larry Graham, his his Fun fact, his uncle to Drake. Really? Yes. See how, you know, it's all family. You know, sometimes you wonder how some artists just get so yep. popular. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Hey, my uncle's uh, Larry Graham. Can I come in and get a recording contract? Come on in, young man. You know, so. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool. But oh, that is cool. So anyway, so anyway, um, you know, you hear that song, the, the first verse, I always thought like, and here, you know, again, you, you know, you got it cranked up and you have the top down you know, or, the, or the windows down and you're yelling and screaming and everything. And um, I don't even know what the words meant. I don't even, I, back then, you know, we didn't have the inter, interwebs. Well, I found myself not even listening yeah. so much to the words. <laughs> no, because it's- You it's don't really, funk. like you kind of yeah. realize like, oh, wait, I haven't heard any of the verse. I've just been listening to the verse. Right. But they, it, it's almost like, unless you look at the uh, the lyrics in a video or something like that, it almost doesn't make sense. It's like, okay, bullets in the sky. like, And I think it's a little bit of a protest song. But then halfway through the second verse, it turns into, okay, I understood that verse. That was cool. And then it has a break in between. It's kind of kind of that really flow, like, it's just this little groove thing. But then the best part of this whole, 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 whole song, best part of the whole song is the third verse. And if you don't know anything about Sly and the Family Stone, you miss it. So the verse goes, dance to the music all night long, every day, pe-, you know, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Well, dance to the music, big hit by Sly and the Family Stone. I love that song. Everyday People, big hit by Sly and the Family Stone. That was the second song that I put on my YNL podcast list. Is it? Okay. 
So um, I was kind of bummed when you said you were doing Sign of Family Stone because I'm like, uh, oh, I'm going to okay. need to wait like a year before we I can. Do that. We can no, we can do you know five or six months of Sign of Family Stone. <laughs> you know, if you want me to stay, I'll be around. No, sorry, everyday people, and then sing a simple song. Sly and the Family Stone song. So that whole verse is just a reference to some of his past hits. And if you don't know that, you miss it. And then after he does everyday people do, 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 sing a simple song. And that's when that lick comes on. Did you hear it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, that's, they did it more than once. It. Yeah. But that's it. It's so prominent at that point. And then at the end, he says, Mama's still happy, but Papa starts crying. Uh, Papa's still saying another song reference. You can make it if you try another Sly and Family song. So, and it says, "Oh yeah, yeah." Okay. It's just like, oh, it's like that. Is so, and you have to sing every one of those parts too, you know. So, <laughs> um, I just that, that's the whole thing about that. Like, and you almost wonder if people don't know Sly and Family song. It's like, well, that's kind of a nice verse, and I can sing along <laughs> to that. And it's like, no, 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 it's their songs. You know, it's such a reference. So. I always thought that was kind of cool. That is cool. Um, and Sly, I mean, Sly the Family Stone was, was one of those groundbreaking groups that big, big, big band. You know, they're real down funk and, and really good, but they had a mix of fam- literally family members in there. They had white guys, they had black guys, they had women, they got they had the whole thing. And then they had this unbelievable bass line too. And Sly and the Family Stone was one of these, this is maybe sacrilege for saying this in, in some people's eyes, but he was on the same part as a songwriter and as a musician and as a, a producer, as some people you say, like at the Brian Wilsons and, and the Beatles and stuff, he, he was that good for his genre of music but at the time you know? he was black and probably yeah, not, did right, not get the right. recognition that the other guys but did. he he did he did break barriers you yeah. know more than other other people um and this was like 69 70 and um it was pre-disco but it was still funk dance stuff post james brown and he was huge huge but then he had some mental issues some breakdowns and you know and, and, and kind of you know all of a sudden just kind of faded away and you know i think he showed up at an awards show years and years later the old hey sly stones in the house and everybody went nuts because they hadn't seen him in 20 years something i mean it was just that that kind of that kind of unfortunate kind of ending for him and stuff but uh just the talent that was coming out i mean everything he did i i, I love 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 and, and a lot of it was protest songs i think the the fourth verse that kind of surprised him which makes it a longer song turns into you know again a, a protest it, it might be about oppression or, or violence in the streets with you know with with the police or something you know so it's just it's a it's a lot deeper song than you expect it to be like it's also from a dj's perspective if i'm in the middle of a set and you want to keep people dancing but you want to do something that's kind of a throwback and you don't want to do something that's typical or predictable. You put that song on loud as, as a segue when, you, when you're crossfading with that beginning of like everyone knows that song. Everyone goes crazy. It's like, I've never heard this at a wedding. This is, and right. they just dance. You, you know, play so. that instead of play that funky music. Yeah. Because right, right. half the people in the room will think that that's what it is. Right. Because right, the difference, right. you know, it's versus Yeah. They were still good. That's, very, that's good. very similar. That's a great yeah, and that, intro too, but it's it is it's the it same is. thing. <laughs> um but you know, with with the whole theme of trying to play something different, like just playing that, you know, and it used to be before trolls. I would do the same thing with September, September with uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, and people would go crazy in that because they love that song, but nobody ever heard it. And, you know, everybody hears you know all your typical stuff, but uh, it's like, oh, you can where'd that come from? Well, then it became you know kind of pedestrian again because everybody was listening to Trolls and brought it right back. Yeah. But, so um, th- we're gonna uh, that movie's gonna come up quite a bit on this show, I think, is because it? Yeah. Trolls has it, it, had, it had temporarily <laughs> ruined a few songs for me. <laughs> Did it? Yeah, Clint Eastwood by Gorillas. Yes, is it? Yes. I love that song. I mean, that is an awesome song. And didn't you see them in college or something? No. 
No, I. What did you see? So I thought you saw some kind of techno, like really interesting band. Or maybe you were just into them. At no, URI. I was really into them going into yeah. college. But okay, I guess um, I remember. But that, I right? love that song, and it was in Trolls, and I had to kind of take a step away from it for a little while because my daughter watched Trolls over and over again. <laughs> um, love Shack, no, not Love Shack. Love Train is another one that's, that's in Trolls yeah. Holiday. Yes, and but that's a good. Ver- that's a really good version of that too. You know, it is actually. It I mean, is love, love Train is just a good song. No matter, anything for that sound of Philadelphia, that that what that soul out of Philly is just yeah. great by the OJ's and stuff. Oh god. Yeah, there's ah. just you know that you gotta be be careful with these kids' movies because the people who make them are still adults and they like good music and they want to put put it in some of them. And I, I'm guessing that's what it is. And uh, it's really weird when I go to weddings because the that Justin Timberlake song from that movie, which was written like for that movie, is always was it really? I think so. It must have been. I mean, yeah. it came. They came out at the same time. I know they. That was the. That was a term. The song of the summer. Yeah, and, and it like, was. I mean, it really was yeah. that it's played at every function. It's it's on all the time. But if you have kids and you're at a wedding and you're dancing, it totally kills the vibe for you because it comes <laughs> on and you're just like, God well, damn trolls. <laughs> <laughs> but that's because you're a parent and you watched it a million times. So other people are like, I love this song. Right, it's, it's JT and stuff. Yeah. Right. But um my, my my last wedding I did that I remember the the first set I did that was the first dance. That was the couple's first dance. That was Sully's wedding. That's what I'm saying. Who we yeah. I mean, we talked yeah, I know about, we keep making reference to Sully and We stuff talked like about this, Snuggles uh in the very in yeah. the very last episode. Yeah. So that was their their first dance of husband and wife after dinner and he just said I want to dance. So a lot of times what we'll do is one or two songs and you slow it down and make sure everybody kind of gets up and kind of digests everything. But right out of the bat, he said, mm, we want to dance. So I did. I remember the set. I, re- I did that song and about the three quarters of the way through, everybody wanted to jump on the dance floor and join them. So they, we, we opened up the dance floor, went into 24 Carat by Bruno Mars, mm-hmm. went into Shut Up and Dance With Me, went into September and went into ABC by Jackson 5. That was my opening five songs of that wedding. Yeah, it's a hell of a set. And, and people's heads were just exploding. Yeah. Because there was that kind of crowd that you could pull that off with. You can't do that every function, but you could pull that off with because they just wanted to hear those kind of dances and it just never slowed down. Right. You know, so. And that was, that was you know, and I wasn't thinking trolls that night. You, you might have been. Yeah, but. I was. It's hard <laughs> not to. Um, I know. All right, let's get back to the song though. Yes, sorry about that cool thing about Sly and the Family Stone that I always liked, especially in songs no. like Everyday People, which- Is is everything, by the way. Everything is cool about Sly and the Family Stone. That's Sorry true. That. That's true. But I, I think what's cool about them is they're, they're so funk, but when you think of stereotypical funk, it's all about the bass and like the horns, right? Yes. There's always like horns front and center, but their music, the horns are very subdued. They're right. very much in the, the background and su- like a support instrument as opposed to like the kind of okay. yeah, headlining yeah. sound. Yeah. Like you would see, if you see um, Key and Peele did a, a skit about funk, I, I got to send it to you. It's it's one of the most hilarious things. They just talk nonsense through the whole thing. But they have the big uh, star-shaped sunglasses and the yeah. big giant purple collars <laughs> and like yeah. the whole thing with the, the backup dancers and singers and stuff. I think and the you horns. said that to me once. I, that I sounds must very have, familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's just hilarious because they're just saying, <laughs> and they're like, hey man, what are we talking about? He's like, I have no idea but i think they're into it uh and it's just really funny but um but you know when you see something like that like what they emphasize is like the big horn section that's swinging back and forth and all that but when you listen to their music obviously the bass is like front and center and then but the horns are very much in the background complimentary yeah you hear it uh, a lot in this song it's 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 behind everything and you hear it a lot in everyday people too it's just like there but it's there to kind of support the rest of the song as opposed to just being the the head headliner for that I'm proud of you that you're you're into Sly and the Family Stone. I mean, I, I, I'm into everything. I know, but but I'm 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 really that makes me really happy 
Oh, good. Because not everybody knows them. They, they don't know them. They know the songs, but they may not know uh, some of their other, their other stuff, you know. But I really think they were a very, very, very important band. I know they are to me, but very important band in, uh, in musical history and stuff that really shaped a lot of stuff over the course of the 70s, 80s, and 90s, you know, hmm. especially the funk. Good. Anything funk, I'm, I'm into because of, you know, again, all on the one, it's just a whole different feel. It's just kind of how can you not feel it is one of those things. And You know what, um, though? Funk is hard to dance to sometimes. It is. Like it sounds, it, it has, it sounds like such a good dance song, but then when you're on the floor, especially as a 30 year old white guy like me, <laughs> it's hard <laughs> to dance to, um, yeah. you know, it's hard to get that rhythm because it's not, like you said, it's on, it's on the one and it's, it's not fast. It's a slower, it's usually yeah. a slower yeah. uh, tempo. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's difficult to dance. To. It's, it's, you, you want to bob your head, but you don't know what else to do, you know? So it's interesting. That's all I have to say about I, that. I don't think I've had too much of a problem dancing to it. I was doing it all over the living room here. I saw, I'm sorry. But right. I just, I just love that. You're a great so, dancer though, but you're a great dancer. Uh, I don't know. I just, I feel it. You know, I just, you don't even think about it. Just out there and kind of comes, comes into your soul and says, oh, just, it gives you, it gives you chills. And then the, the final greatest thing about the song that I liked I hope you picked up on this too. Is um, there was a an O at the uh, almost the last, you know, that that long, long, long fade out at the end when they just kind of keep, you know, thank you for letting me mm-hmm. be myself. And it, it, again, yeah. one of those that when you're singing it, you have to go oh, and it's just it's a ah, okay, I can't, I can't <laughs> miss that one, you know. So it was the Papamano, and then oh yeah, and at the end oh, <laughs> and it's crazy. But you know, anybody who knows those the song knows exactly. Those little things are always fun, like the and if they're not the there, you miss ad lib things are always fun. Yeah. Yeah, there. I yeah. I have one song that I'm gonna do in the near future that I actually th- I had a lot of trouble picking what I was doing tonight, but I had I have a song that I'm gonna do soon where it's my favorite song by the band. It was one of their first songs that they came out with, and the reason I love it is because things like that, the little fillers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like like the Not- the the little kind of probably ad libbed fillers that are different every time they on, uh, on take it, number you know? twelve kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and and and. Sometimes that's the stuff where the real, like the real emotion comes out and it's like, or they're, you know, if they're really excited, they'll do something and it's just like, it, it feels unscripted and that stuff is, yeah. is I, I think that stuff's really cool. So. I, I got that from that first song we did with the Counting Crows, Mr. Jones. I felt like there was some of that stuff in there that just felt a lot more raw and a lot more like, oh, that was kind of cool that he threw yeah. it in there because that probably wasn't there for every take and stuff too. So I know, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Now I'm intrigued. That was a good teaser. Yeah. Maybe we'll do it next week. We'll see. I don't know. It's not the most popular song, but if you know classic rock, then you'll you'll definitely know it. There you go. And uh, there it's, you go. Uh, it's just, I, I, I like it a lot for a couple of different reasons, but you know, we'll, we'll get to it. That's yeah. Um, well, and we want to encourage people to, we encourage people to kind of chime in on, on this and those kind of songs too, to make sure we kind of get their, their experiences and, and their, uh, their opinions about it too. Um, a really interesting, um, Facebook conversation with a really good buddy of mine from high school who's always into music too. Uh, shout out to my buddy, Brian Raymond about a couple, two or three episodes ago where I mentioned, uh, drummer Kenny Aronoff, who I'm really impressed with. He's a sessions drummer, but he also was in the Bodines and a few other band stuff. And he, he kind of like, specifically like referenced it and he said he really likes the podcast stuff and really thought it was interesting mentioning him and they started kind of back going back and forth like more details about it. and that's exactly what i want to try to make sure that we can foster is those kind of ongoing conversations i thought that was really cool that, yeah because uh, people we, uh, want to talk about so, this stuff you know people i think so yeah people have opinions yeah. about these things and they think that they're 
I, th- I think a lot of people like when they're at work, if they start talking about things like this, that they kind of get the vibe that other people aren't interested. Right. And so I think having this the, is the place to be. Interested. Yeah. Having the Facebook page, yep. you know, with people who listen to this show, we're giving them a, a place to come together and have these types of conversations. And I think people really want to talk about things like this because they don't get to do it on a regular basis like we do. Right. So. Right. Well, and then um, somebody chimed in right after we did the uh, Imagine Dragons. Mm-hmm. When you mentioned that, they said, "Oh, I went to the show," and they actually sent the video of uh, of a couple of stuff. You know, they talked about how live it must be kind of killer and stuff, and it showed all the lasers. And she said that exactly is one of her favorite shows that she ever goes to, and she brings her daughters to and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. So, you know, it's a good show when someone it. sends you a video and it just sounds like something is exploding, and you can't hear any music because it's so yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you're so excited to be there. Yeah, they have to get that on film too. So. It's funny. Um, I, yeah, so, I, I always like I go to these. I go to concerts all the time, and I'm like, I want to just enjoy the concert. But there's something that's telling you I need to capture this and record it. And you know, it's not going to come out. You know, it's going to sound horrible. You know, you're not going to say right, anything, right. but you feel like you need to like get your well, phone out. And I, I you know, y- you hate the people that do it, but then you also are that person at some point. <laughs> and how many times have we done that to each other? If I'm at a show or you're at a show, it's like you know, oh, I want to send you this, and it's like, oh, I'm getting something from Dad at that show, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. And some kind of like video that you really can't say, but we're so excited. Like, hey, did you get that clip I just sent you? It's like, yeah, I don't know what that was. Yeah, <laughs> it happens all the time. Yep, yep. Yeah. And so the, I, l- let me just kind of clean up this and say the last thing yeah, I yeah. want to say about this is this song became and, and continues to be pretty popular. Um, one of the things I was looking at on one of the uh, the research things and like Dave Matthews does this band all the time in his second set. Thank you for letting me be myself. And Soundgarden has recorded it. Uh, widespread Panic has done it. My Morning Jacket just recently did it a year ago. Oh, Dr. Wow. John used to do it all the time. So, like, it's one of those I think just resonates with people. And as I said, if you if you get a chance to YouTube it, look up Larry Graham again, the bass player, Drake's uncle, at BB King's Club, and um, and look for this song, and you'll see Prince. And they just it's it's mesmerizing. I can't believe like there's you know when you get YouTube um, ratings, thumbs up and thumbs down. Yeah. I can't believe there's there's even one thumbs down on it because how bad you know yeah. how could it ever be bad for anybody because it's just so good. It's just one of those songs. So yeah, we'll, uh, just, we'll link to that in the show notes. Too, yeah, so people can yeah. check that out. You know, uh, Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation has a, has a sample from. So it's like it's there. It's around for a long time. I'm surprised this song hasn't shown up in some some of your videos. So you might be seeing this song somewhere down the road in some of Harper's or uh, or Fee's videos as you're sitting watching that. Like, oh, there's that song in this this particular new cartoon I'm watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it might. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I hope not. <laughs> you're right. They, they already right. use it ruins it for you. Trolls already used uh, September, so yes. know, I think yeah. hopefully they filled their quota for that. That's got to be an expensive- uh, Oh, yeah, get the licensing to, rights yeah, and stuff license like that. To yeah, license to get yep. some of that stuff. That's yep. a big song. Yeah. yeah, we don't have those licensing rights, so- No, no. so we have to sing it. <laughs> we have to go- So what- uh, so, That was fun. Anything else about I me? Mean, what's your favorite thing about that? What is your the, the top thing that you is, go for? Is the fillers. Is that third verse of singing the, the verse that has all the different titles of the songs in it. Yeah. And if you want you want to do it together? Want to sing it together? No. Because I saw when, when you, you were listening, you were like, okay, there it is. And then yeah. all the little fillers of that, you know, of that riff. And then at the end, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, thank you for the party. Oh, it's just, ah, just that, that's what it's, it's all about. It's just the whole love, song has love, a very, like, like, calm, laid back feel it to is. it, too, you know? Yeah. So that's always yet, cool. Just, you can kind of get that It's just got feeling. that killer bass. Yeah. Yeah, but that killer bass at once makes you want to dance as well. So. Yeah, definitely a huge influence for people like Robert Randolph and the family band, even oh, down yes. to their name. I mean. Yep. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. compare this to something like uh, I Need More Love, and it's just like- it's, That's on it's my list. on the same level. I mean. Yeah, that was on my list too. 
Yeah, that's oh. a great song. I am sure, you know, back in the day when I had my cars and stuff that I, I blew out some uh, some old, you know, six by nine speakers that I put in the back of my car to this song, you know, which is, oh, I got to get some new speakers because I just blew those things out because <laughs> I loved it so much. We didn't have uh, big bass woofers that you could put in the trunk back in the day. We just, you know, got speakers and blew them out completely and they caught fire. Nice. It was awesome. Well, that's cool though. Yeah. 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 That's cool. It was fun. Good stuff. So, so that's, that's mine. All right. Sorry if I went on it, but I was excited. I was as, as excited about this one as you were about the Pink song. Believe it or not, from you know last week. Yeah, well, that one just that one that one just surprised me and j- jumped on me real fast. So I had to. Yeah, you were talking real fast during that too. Like you were so excited, you couldn't wait to kind of say some more. About it. Well, really yeah, I wanted to get it out. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, it's it really surprised me when I caught on to what we talked about, and I was like, yeah, yeah. If you haven't listened to well, episode four, go back and check it out because I go really deep about Pink. <laughs> And and when you had said that you know they they sung they, they was had sung together and then the same the same exact tone and all that stuff the Sly and the Family Stone this song everyone on, in the band is a lead singer on this so they all sing it too there's not one lead singer I don't know if you noticed that um, but they but Sorry. they're all leads they're all the lead singers um, you can hear there's there's a lot of people singing singing lead on it but it's nothing like the Pink and Nate Ruse where it's so tight and they finish up together you know completely now so so similar but different you know yeah. What's up, people? So here at YNL, we talk a lot about listening and hearing, but I want to take a second and talk about seeing because it's something else that a lot of us do, most of us actually, and it's kind of important for a lot of people. So this show is sponsored by WarbyParker.com. Warby Parker provides vintage-inspired prescription eyeglasses starting at just $95. And for you, the non-listeners of this podcast, Warby Parker is offering you guys a free five-day home trial run for up to five frames of glasses for completely free. So you get five frames that you get to have in your home, try them out for five days, wear them around, see how they feel, see what you think. And then if you want to buy some, you can buy some. Make sure you check out the link in our show notes to the Warby Parker trial website so you can start trying them out now. Thanks so much. Back to the show. All right. So for my song, so normally- And, and just so you know, anybody for, who might be listening, the, I really have no idea what you're gonna what he's going to do. This is a surprise to me here. So That's what I was about to say to to our, our non-listeners. Normally, we will share what song we're doing ahead of time with us so, so we prep. can listen to it and, and uh, yeah, prep a little bit and know, know what we're getting into here. I didn't do this tonight because I was literally like down to the wire. I, I didn't choose what song I was doing until 15 minutes before we were recording. And I said, wow. I'm not going to tell you. I'm just going to, I'm just going to bring it out <laughs> um, because, because I wanted to see what your reaction is um, for this. Martian Hop. It's not Martian Hop. Martian Hop. <laughs> it's not. Um, that's a bad song. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it's not mushing up, but it is a little bit silly. So I'm going to go back to very early 90s. I think it was 1990 or 92, maybe somewhere around there. Uh, oh, I think the original version was recorded in 1990, and then this breakout hit was 1992. Okay. So I need you to put on your cowboy boots and your <laughs> mullet wig because we're going to be talking about Billy Ray Cyrus. Achy breaky heart. Oh, bet you didn't see that coming. Nah, <laughs> no. Oh, um, would you ever think? Okay. In, in no. all of your years that I would have pulled out that song. No, and I'm actually gonna leave right now. No, so, you're not. Goodbye. Goodbye. No, no. Um, see. Okay. <laughs> I'll explain why in a second. Good. Good. Right. I don't. I don't want to step on your. No, your, no, your no. Let's let's listen to it. <laughs> Do we have to? We have to listen to it. <laughs> 
We have to listen to because it. Because you're going to explain why it's such a good song, because I wasn't listening. I'm not going to explain why it's such a good song, because it's not such okay. a good song. But it is a fun song, and it, it, it had a cultural impact that is very, very interesting. And listen to, just listen to, don't watch the official music video. Okay. Okay, you got to find a video that is just the song, and not, okay. the, because the music video has, like, crowds cheering and, like, all kinds of extra sound effects and stuff. So find find a video that is, like, just the there's the song and just listen to the guitar and listen to his voice and see if his voice sounds like anyone else that you can that that it, okay. if it reminds you of anybody else all right but i want you to listen to this song and don't think about how cheesy the 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 cheesy uh persona that it has acquired. <laughs> created yeah yeah okay listen to okay. it as as a song of its time um and you know the melody listen to the melody of it and just kind of just take it in as a song not as the cheesy song that you think you know okay okay i'm kind of breaking into a little sweat here but i'm trusting you <laughs> just i'm just, trusting just give you it a shot all right okay all right I, no i trust you no all right all right i will talk after go to the go okay. to the official spotify playlist or find it on youtube you know we'll have links in the show notes for that so check it out and then come back and we'll talk about it we have to right <laughs> You okay? Yeah. You all right? Yeah. I mean, I've got some... You want me to start? Uh, If you have something to say about it, sure. Macarena, (laughs) Cotton Eye Joe, Old Time Rock and Roll, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is what that song always was was for me. Mm -hmm. And I have to say that I never gave it, you know, you're not listening. I never really thought of it as, well, let me listen to it and see if I like it. As a song. I have to say, as a song. I have to say, I mean, I like... I'm not a country guy. Everybody knows that. But I, I like the country rock kind of- Dance song. Almost rockabilly kind of, you know, there's, there's every so often like the Tractors and, and you know, some of these other bands that just have these one or two hits of like, okay, I like that. And I, I would I would squeeze in, if people ask me to play some country music, I would squeeze that in because I like that kind of stuff. This never fit into that category, but I, I like the song. Um, I have to say I like him less because of him being a dad to Miley, you know, and right. not crazy about Miley Cyrus, but the song's better than I, I expected it to be because all it is was conjure up people doing line dances, which is fine. That's what my, my job was. I was paid to do that, but I never listened to it as music. I was listening to it as a dance as a dance song to get people on the floor and that was that was it yeah so how do you feel about it now and after listening to it again better better yeah um just because i'm trying to be open-minded about it and i i trust you so much that there's got to be a reason why you're out of your mind and i mean why you, you chose to do this um but no it's just we said in the, the first episode you know the the word wacky of you know my I'm my spotify list is wacky but that that i like that better than i expected the i have fact, to say i mean the know. fact that we were both listening to it and just bouncing up and down and dancing to it it must have something i was a little sarcastic i was just a little sarcastic right, but bounce. you know what it's hard not to so here's the thing it is yeah. here's the thing this song was originally recorded in 1990 by a, a, another country band that it, it was not as rocking it wasn't like a rocking version of it and then billy ray cyrus okay. re-recorded it a couple of years later and it became this massive hit and it was really Huge. interesting because that genre that real down home country stuff was like fading out of existence at that yes. time. Yep. And it's really interesting to me how he had such a big hit with that. And it brought like square dancing, like 
to the mainstream. Yep. <laughs> I mean, yep. it was yep. line dancing in the clubs and everything yeah. else. Yeah, and, yeah. and if yep. you watch movies from the early '90s, a lot of movies in that time area era had line dance scenes, like square dancing yes. scenes. Even I yeah, mean, look Urban at Cowboy. Um, Cool Runnings, one of my favorite movies of all time about yeah. the Jamaican bobsled team. There is a scene you, you, in you that dead man? where they're in <laughs> Canada. They're not even in like Texas or anywhere, but they're in Canada and they're square dancing. Yes. And it's just like, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. It was huge. This. I mean, it was really interesting well, how it, it created that like resurgence, you know? And, you know, John Travolta and Urban Cowboy. Yeah. yeah that, that stuff was, yeah. It just came back really fast. And I feel like this song was like the, the uh, you know, the leader of that charge, which is just really interesting to me. And I love the guitar in this because it's so simple. There is only two chords played in this whole song and they're major chords. It's just A to E to A to E throughout the entire song. All right, sing it. Sing it? Sing the the chords. It it can't. It's just just two chords. I mean, that's the whole song. It's so simple. But there's two parts going on. There's one in your, and it's the stereo sound too. If you were to listen to it in stereo sound, your right ear is doing the basic blues riff and then the left ear is doing the filler. So, so one ear is doing like the, you know, that kind of basic blues. And then the left ear is doing the higher chords. And so they complement themselves really well, but they're totally separated. It's just, it's a cool mix because it sounds like it's all over the place, but it's also really tight with, with the rhythm. Which it has to be because yeah, I guess, yeah. it yeah. has to be because it's square dancing. You need to have a really tight rhythm because everything is pounding right. your feet on right. the floor in right. perfect time. Yeah, it's it's not a song that that's going to be emotional. That you know, you you no no don't even listen to the, the words are stupid. The words were They're bad. Stupid. It's not a not very deep lyrics. <laughs> that's not what it's about. This is a it's no, a killer it's rock and dance song that is made by a, it's it's a country song you know and you you maybe think in a strange kind of way when and again this is a nice compliment i i really appreciate that you did this back in the day when you had me come and do your zbt uri you know your fraternity um Formal, formals yeah. and you play not so much this song but songs that would get everybody up there doing line dances and everyone knew them. And you're talking about mostly guys, you know, if their dates came along, like maybe they'd let them on a dance floor, but if not, you had you know, like a hundred guys <laughs> doing a line dance. Yeah. And that's what was going on with this song back in, and in the 90s. And it's just fun. Like yeah. it's, it's, that's it is the thing. Fun, yeah. It's like, we went to a wedding not which too is, long ago. Which is bad because it probably gets a bad rap because of, you know, it, it's, it's kind of turned into almost like a, a joke kind of it thing has. now. But, but, but you're right. It is a it is a fun song. I think other people could could. But that's play. why. I'm sorry, I interrupted but that's you, why but. I wanted to to tell you. Like, listen to it as its own song, and don't think about it as the cheesy, yes. uh, thing that it's become. You need to think of it yeah. as as a song from the time. And if you think of it that way, I mean, it's it's great. It's fun to listen to. It's if you can get past yeah. the cheesiness and don't care about people driving in the car next to you hearing it. You know, it's like okay, this is <laughs> I'm embarrassed. This is, this is fun. Like it's just it's a good tune. The melody is really catchy, and yeah. the rhythm because it's it's a square dance tune. The rhythm is so solid that it's hard to not kind of bop your head and jump so- around. So, at first I interrupted you about you saying you went to a wedding. You must have heard this. And then the second thing I want to ask you is like, this was impulsive. Like, I think I'm going to pull Iggy Breaky Heart well, out. No, I have, a, I, have a list, I have a list of hundreds of songs. And I was sitting on the couch yeah, with okay. Sam going back and forth about a few different ones. And uh, I was originally going to do Old Town Road, which is oh, a huge song right now. And, and I'll probably do that great, in the next great, couple of weeks great, great because yeah. I, I want to yeah. make sure we get that out there while it's still really popular. That 
that gets in your head yeah. and you can't and forget that, it. I mean, that, that's yeah. Billy Ray Cyrus is in that. So I was going back and forth with that. And I was like, oh, you know what? I have Icky Breaky Heart on here too. That one might be kind of fun. I gave it another listen. And Sam was like, yeah, do that. That's a good song. So, wow. so we decided to do that one. And Good uh, job, Sam. Yeah. And, uh, and what, were you saying, what were you saying about a wedding? You heard, what, did it, did it play yeah, we wedding? went down to a wedding down in North Carolina not too long ago, actually. And it's, you know, it's, it's down South and it was, they didn't play that at the wedding, but the mother groom dance, I think they may have done a more traditional song, but then right after they went into a square dance and it was huge. Country line dance. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it was just, it was, it was cool to watch. And I had never seen, like, I've been to functions where they've played stuff like this and like people do it like for just for fun to joke around, but like. Like cotton eye joke yeah, for 30 exactly, seconds but and like, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was like legit and it was cool. It's like, all right, wait a minute. I'm in the South and I'm witnessing a legitimate like square dance, line dance happening at a wedding. It was, yeah. it was, it was interesting. Interesting to see. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't participate because I like did, you know, <laughs> I didn't know what to do, but it was cool to see. And, um, and so I, I just, you know, when, when you have such a simple song like this, it, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be complicated, but yeah. when you, when your rhythm is so simple, like, like I said, it's just two chords, the little guitar fills that they do, they stand out a lot, Yes, you know, and like the solo, you can't even say there's like a solo in here. Cause just between the verses, they just do that. Which is like, no, let's just keep the rhythm. Yeah, really, so it's, it's just yeah. keep it going. Yeah. Keep, keep moving. Don't miss a step. Yep. You know, if someone's going to yep. like, stay in the pocket, shoot you right. down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then during the verse, you get these, these real crazy wailing gu- guitar fills, you know, in the middle of a verse, it's yeah. just, it's like, it, it just really. Well, and I wonder if people who are really, really deep into country music who want to probably influence you and I, because we're not deep, deep into it. I mean, I, I appreciate it and it's complimentary of some of the stuff I like, but I, I it's not my go-to. I, I wonder if they've been saying like, or screaming at their, at their computer, like, that's what I mean. This that's why saying. we like yeah. it so much. You know, you should pay attention more because all country music is great. Yeah. Or, and I know, mean, like, like we were saying, not every song has to be Pink Floyd status to be good. Right. It doesn't need to be complicated and, so, and intense and, and yeah. something that, uh, that you'd hear from like Rush. You know, it can be simple. Two chords, a solid rhythm and a whole lot yep. of fun and just a, a catchy melody and it's you know it just flows it's not a fast song it's a very even paced and it's just enjoyable to listen to and i have fun with it and if you think about it there's so many good rock artists that have something in their uh in the repertoire that has more of a you know maybe not as a, a deep and twang isn't maybe the right word but you know with a southern feel mm-hmm. that it's one of the songs that usually will work for them too one of the you know my my friends the stompers one of the, my favorite songs that they play um, isn't one of the more popular ones that they play every show and stuff, but Wilcox County mm-hmm. Line, Great it has a sudden ba-bum, feel. It's ba-bum, just, ba-bum, ba-bum. Yeah. It's just one of those that, wow, that's such, and it has, it has a sudden feel. Maybe just because it's something that I'm always a little drawn to, which made me kind of have a little more understanding of the song for, for tonight that you just did. But just like, okay, this is a little country. Oh, wait, oh, well, oh. and then you slap yourself. No, Jim, do not like country. Stop it, stop yeah. it. You know, and but- so, so my recommendation to the listeners is this, exactly what I said to you. Try to forget the cheesy music video and the massive mullet. You know, <laughs> try to forget that if that if you were to play this song, everyone would laugh. Like just yes. think of it for what a it is. A standalone song on its own. Just a, yeah. It's yeah. just a song from the early 90s that is, it's a country song that's made for dancing and with some killer blues rock guitar in there and a really catchy melody. And it's and it's enjoyable to listen to it. And it'll make it a little more, 
you'll be a little yeah. more tolerant. <laughs> and, 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 and don't look anything past that. Yeah. Just enjoy, enjoy for what it for is. What it is. And, okay. and I think, I think you get more out of it. And I, I, I hope that people seriously listen to this and, and actually give it another shot because it's a fun song and yeah, it's cheesy, but like, it, it's fun, you know, just enjoy it. And I have did this... it remind you of anyone else that, that did his voice sound like anyone else to you? It did, but I was trying to figure out who you were going to say with that. Who, well, who it's funny because we, we referenced uh, the movie earlier in this episode. Oh. Do you remember? <sighs> I don't remember. No. So, as I was deciding with Sam what I wanted to do, I played this song again and I was like, you know who he sounds like? He sounds like Jeff Healy. Oh. If you don't know who Roadhouse. if you don't know who Jeff Healy is, <laughs> yeah. Jeff Healy is a ridiculous lap steel guitar player and a great singer, and he's blind. And yeah. the Jeff he's Healy got a cameo band is in, uh... he's he's the singer for the house band in the movie Roadhouse. And right. now he doesn't sound exactly boy, like it because boy, you went you went all over for those kind of connections. Well, no, that I was just like... I literally we sat down and he was. And we were yeah. playing it and I was, and I just had this I like, see that, and he, like, yeah. oh my God, you know who, who his voice sounds like? He sounds like the, the guy from Roadhouse. And I looked up and I was like, oh, that's Jeff Healy. That's right. So does Jeff Healy sound like Billy Ray Cyrus or no. does Billy Ray Cyrus no. sound like Jeff yeah, Healy? He sounds like J- okay. Jeff Healy. No, but they, right. they actually right. don't sound super similar. I did go back and I, and I looked up. There were a couple phrases. I looked though. up I Jeff Healy that. and they, they don't sound exactly alike, but it is similar enough that I'm confident to say, yeah, he, he sound, his voice is, sounds similar to Jeff Healy's. I see um, that. Yep. And Jeff Healy has a similar bounce to his voice when he sings. You know, it's a very, it's a yeah. very kind of confident cadence to the way that he, and, he phrases and, his words and stuff. And yet, Jeff Healy, I wouldn't consider a huge country guy. It's blues rock. It's more more of a blues rock and stuff. But he's got a country kind of spin every so often and stuff. So it's almost like a little a little opposite that. But yeah, I can see. Yeah, can and it's funny. Jeff yeah. Healy just does not look like a rocker. He looks like a like a, a mathlete. You know, like a the the <laughs> short blonde hair and like kind of. Well dressed yeah. usually, and but then he starts wailing yeah. on this lap steel guitar, and you just like lose your mind, and then you realize you that he's look past the then, mullet. That's why in, in yeah, Roadhouse, then you realize <laughs> that he's totally blind, and it's like, what is yeah. this guy? Yeah, and he yeah. just rocks. He rocks hard. Well, and here's the reference that you you made earlier too. I mean, the way that he plays his lap steel in Robert Randolph. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we talk about guys who can just wail up and down the fretboards on those kind of things, and and Jeff Hill is the same way, just as like Robert Randolph is. Yeah. You know, if um, Jeff Healy covered Icky Breaky Heart, I would listen to the shit out of that. <laughs> wow, that would be awesome. Wouldn't that out, be awesome? I bet it's out. I bet it's out there somewhere. Yeah, so. maybe. I I do have to say that I halfway through the song was expecting to get rickrolled. <laughs> I expected to hear. Never gonna give you up. Yeah, well, that's Never the thing is, it's just, reached it that, just felt like it was gonna it's reached you know, that same yeah, status, it has, uh, which is yeah, kind of sad has. when when good song because I yeah. wouldn't. I don't like that song never going to give you up i i understand no. why it has become a joke and, yeah. and yeah. i have a, there's a lot of songs that i really like that are considered cheesy i mean meatloaf is one of my favorite artists oh i love, I love meatloaf. i can't wait to talk about meatloaf but okay and you ready you ready kenny aronoff the yeah. drama on meatloaf's album i would do anything for, for you uh, for love but i won't do that kenny aronoff the drama. uh no he's not yes he oh oh well in that song is i he? think the other one the other song Bad the other the parts hell? of the album yeah, the most of the the, uh, the cuts on because uh, that song wasn't on, on Bad Out of Hell, I don't think, or maybe it was. But he's he's on that along with Max Weinberg, yeah, Max Weinberg, yeah, and Roy Bitten's on there yeah. too, yeah. But I think Kenny Aronoff also is on that that okay. as well. We'll have to, we'll have have to, to fact that check up, that. So. Yeah, they're all. They're all um, kind of yeah, I can't wait to talk about Meatloaf. But there's a lot of songs that I like that have kind of fallen into that super cheese genre. I guess you could call it not really, but and it's too bad because some of them are just amazing a, songs. It, it, 
Yeah, out of no, you know, no fault of their own either. It just kind of happens, and however they get, I don't know if it's movie references. Or whatever, I think it's they, a lot of um, cheesy music videos at the time, and you know yep. that we're overplaying it. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. Yep. But yep. this one, I mean, this this song deserves to be cheesy. It is cheesy, but it's fun, and I think it, I think it uh, doesn't get the recognition it deserves for the song that it actually is. So, if I was were to watch the um, the traditional Billy Ray Cyrus version of that on youtube the official mm-hmm. video would i have had different experience with it because i would have i been think you would have damaged been by some of the video because it's a product of its time um okay you know it's it's kind of lower film quality because it's early 90s but it's a it's okay you know gotcha. it's, he, he pulls up in like a 1990 limo and he's got the big sunglasses okay. and the giant mullet and you know and well, he, he gets so up he, on that's st- he's known for the mullet and he gets he, up he, on his mullet had a, had a mullet yeah you know? <laughs> And it's just, it's like screaming girls with big Farrah Fawcett hairdos. And like, it's, you know, it, it just, I think it just kind of takes away from it a little bit. I, I really recommend that people just find the song and you listen to the song. And that great beginning, I mean, it does this, this, this little quick little slide to get into it in the beginning. Just It's just, you know, they, they do a good job with it. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get you. I get you. Yep. But you know what? I, I have to say you surprised me and I, I will listen to that a little differently, you know? Sans mullet, you know, without the mullet. But. Yeah, or maybe you know, get a mullet wig and just rock out. Just pretend to be. Big I have one. If you want, I can go put that on. We just we just put it away for Halloween, but I can kind yeah. of fall, you know find it again. So <laughs> there you go. Unbelievable! You just Good shocked stuff. me. That was unbelievable, man. So. I really was excited to see. Well, you. I was kind of disappointed that you didn't have more of a reaction when I pulled it up, but I think you were just in shock. Well, you didn't see it. I did throw up twice <laughs> in my mouth a couple times, but you know I'm okay now. So okay, well that's good. I'm glad you're feeling better. No, no, it was good. No, no, because again, and I have to temper this because sometimes my thinking, you know, do you want me to kind of talk about my experience from the DJ stuff for the last thirty plus years, or is it kind of the, the music like tonight? With the um, the slice and the Family Stone, that was my influence. Right. That was my my music that I like, rather than DJ stuff. Billy Ray Cyrus, Cotton Eye Joe, <laughs> yeah, Macarena, you know, and and you know, you go on and on and on for every other line, you know, you know, can't touch this in like every cheesy DJ song that you have to play mm-hmm. sometimes. You know, chicken I would try not to, but sometimes you know, chicken dances. You have to, you know, you have to try to. Yeah, you know, I like to. I always kind of felt like it was a, a bit of a. A victory if I didn't play some of those songs during the course of an evening, but you have to sometimes, yeah. you know. And people love that, fun. especially a non-country western DJ that I was, and they got asked that song like, oh, "Sure, I'll play that for you." And I, you know, if that's what they want. I, that that's my job. But I'm thinking of like, okay, I hope I don't have to play that kind of song tonight. But then you have to, you know. All of a sudden, oh, hey, let's one more time, Icky Breaky Heart. Yeah, they go crazy and they yeah. dance and you know all that <laughs> stuff. So which is fine. And I know, I mean, fine. when I when we were kids, me and Katie, we liked that song. We'd dance to that song. I remember. I don't remember it, that. It, it was all over MTV still when we were little kids. So was it really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't remember yeah. that, but okay. And, and, and I'm sorry. So. Why? Okay. <laughs> well, as, as long as you can see you would pass. Although I think Katie would say the same thing that she likes music for music's sake too. Although Katie likes anything cheesy because she just wants to dance to anything. Yeah. You know. And Katie you know. is finishing up the website. So I mentioned we mentioned oh, another is. episode. Okay. Katie is my sister, and she is a jack of all trades when it comes to media and uh she did the artwork for our show and she built the website which at this point by the time this episode is released i'm pretty sure is live and functional and working and it has everything that you need it has links to uh all the different places you can subscribe it's got a couple links to our t public store where you can get some you're not listening merchandise nice uh, which by the way we're in the middle of a contest right now 
I don't know if you listened to the last episode, I introduced it, but right now we're, we're giving away a bunch of stickers and we're going to be giving away a swag pack. So if you leave us a written review on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, wherever you listen, take a screenshot of that, send it to us through social media on Twitter and Instagram, where at YNL Podcast, or you can send it to us on the Facebook page or um, email us at notlisteningpod at gmail.com, which you can just do that right through the website and okay. include your mailing address and we'll send you a sticker with the ear logo from our artwork and which are awesome by the way and then we're going to have a swag pack with some stuff from our two public store that we're going to give away and you get if you you know if you send in a review like that you'll get an entry towards that swag pack and you will also have some specific posts on Facebook and Instagram and if you like and share those then you can get more entries and we'll draw a winner we'll send you a swag pack because who doesn't like getting free stuff right that's right that's right and it's a cool design yeah I really like the design you came up with. with yeah, so, I mean, it, it's cool stuff, and we just want people to, to spread the word and, and share the show and get some free things. And and can you – you added a word to my vocabulary when we first started doing this. Can you explain the Patreon aspect Yeah, of so things? Patreon is kind of like crowdfunding. I was thinking, I was thinking like, you know, patron, but Patreon is a different word. And, and the reason I ask is a buddy of mine who's really, really, really into music um, wants to contribute money – to the point where he wants to maybe come and, and we want to see if we can kind of have him come in and, and be a guest host. Yeah. So there are certain- the three of us. So he can, you know, he can pay that level and, and kind of take his, his take on some music too. And he's really interested in doing that. He said some other people are too. So we have people that are, are starting to spend money on it too. So I want to make sure we can explain what Patreon yeah, means. So Patreon is uh, similar to something like Kickstarter or GoFundMe. Okay. It's, a, it's a crowdfunding kind of thing, but it's for um, like regular support. So it's either based- Ongoing? It's, it's ongoing. So it's- it's either a monthly donation or a per episode donation. So every time a new episode is oh, out, okay. you make a donation. And so our Patreon page is set up for monthly donations and you can sign up and cancel it whenever you want. So if you only want to do it for like three months, you cancel it after three months. But it's a small donation. I think you can do $2 a month, $5 a month. It, I mean, it doesn't have to be a small donation. We have tiers, different tiers set up. So similar to Kickstarter, you know, if you donate $25, you get you know, a pat on the back. If you donate $50, you get, uh, you know, a, a picture of the product we make. If you donate $500, you get a free product, whatever, you know? So it's different tiers like that, but we have much smaller tiers, you know, $2. Thanks so much. You get access to extra content. So there's a whole feed on this Patreon page with extra blog posts and extra audio content that you can only hear. Yep. And yep. then we have private playlists, as we mentioned in a bunch of them, um, that we'll give you access to if you become a patron by um, signing up to donate to us uh, on a monthly basis. So right. $2 okay. a month gets you like access to all the extra stuff. $5 a month gets you that and maybe a sticker. Uh, $10 a month gets you, you know, you, the the more you pledge per month, the more benefits you get. And some of it is physical stuff. Some of it is digital stuff. And right. some of it is like voting rights for songs or appearances on the show. I mean, I think at the higher level where we'll even do personalized uh, recording messages for people's birthdays or whatever, you know, like <laughs> yep. there's a lot of different things that we can do, but. And, and there are a handful of people that are already doing that. And, and one of the guys said, you know, I'd like to kind of donate at that higher level to kind of maybe be a guest too. So we're kind of exploring that, which is interesting. Yeah. Okay. So the link is that always in our show notes. Now. So not just a one time, not, not it's one a regular time thing, but yeah, It's a regular support yeah. system. And it's really, I mean, if you pledge to donate two bucks a month, it's 24 bucks a year. I mean, it's a drop in the hat. It's, it's one lunch out, 
you know? So, yeah. um, you yeah. know, we would really appreciate it. It makes a big difference because it's going to allow us to maybe upgrade equipment at some point to have better sound quality. It'll allow us to uh, help us pay for our website hosting fees. You know, hosting a podcast is not free. Right. Um, listening to a podcast is free. Hosting right. it is not. We are actually paying to provide this to, to you guys. And so the donations from our patrons are helpful in that regard. It, it helps us right. create more content and... Yeah, I'm not so sure a lot of people understand that aspect of yeah, things. So. Yeah, it's a free product that costs us money to make. So it's, you know, not a lot of, <laughs> we, we, there's not a lot of, there's no money in podcasting. We joked about it in one of the early no. episodes. There's no. no, there's virtually no money in podcasting unless you're a celebrity. So um, that's not why we do this. We do this because we love it. We love music. I love podcasts and I love creating podcasts. And so that's the reason we're doing it is because we're passionate about it, but it does cost money. And so uh, that's why we're looking for some support through sponsors like Warby Parker, who we, you, Sorry, you hear the commercial every time, but they sponsor our show uh, and we appreciate that. But also through the real good stuff comes from the patrons because there's this community of people that are getting the extra content and having conversations and, and they're a little bit more intimate connection with us. So that's right. why we do that. And and I, I really appreciate everyone that is supporting us on that. And if you're interested in joining that community and getting ac- access to that extra content, that link is in our show notes as well. So cool. So that's it. We're going good. super Thanks long. Tonight is a long episode. So yeah, sorry about that. That's fine good stuff so um because yours was very deep yes mine was very very deep um so (laughs) so you can take the spurs off your boots now and uh i just gotta get a haircut right now. yeah go go chop it off but remember to find us on social media we mentioned everything there and links in the show notes find us on all the stuffs share the show rate and review if you want swag send us a uh send us a screenshot of that review we'd love to hear what people are saying and uh Thank you so much for not listening. You got anything else you want to say? Thanks for everything. All right. Okay, man. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.